It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. All right, it's forecast time, uh, NCAA tournament edition. We are... Um, Hours away from jumping in a car and driving seven hours to Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Not for you. You have to work. Damn it. It's fun. I mean, this is what I always tell people. I get to love it. I just get to gamble on it and enjoy. You have to work. People, um, it is a lot of work, by the way. Like, I haven't done anything other than work basically since last Tuesday. Does your wife hate you even more yes, than normal? She hates this time of year. Okay. But she also knows there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. My wife, and don't be mad at her guys, yeah. like she's the type who when it gets to this time of year, she's like secretly rooting for Iowa State to lose. See, that sucks, dude. <laughs> that sucks. But no, but like if you if you're a guy in my business and yeah. you can't get excited to wake up this time of year, then you need to get the hell out. By the way, um on the last forecast, which was not that long ago, uh, I was giving props to your wife, who has handled the, the, the yeah. death of our dog. She killed your dog. So well. And for, so after that, for the next few days, my wife and I are like, you know, it feels different in the house. We're trying to get over the sadness of the event, yeah. all of that. And we get this card from your wife's vet clinic. I oh, yeah. They do this to everybody. My wife opens up the card, and it's a sympathy card signed by the whole staff over there. And then they had, I assume after she was dead, they had taken Wrigley's paws and nose prints and put them onto a piece of paper. Oh, that's nice. And uh, sent it. So my wife saw that. My mic sounds weird. You're fine. My, my wife saw that and like basically lost it again because it's like, oh, here's another reminder of your dead dog. So, hey, thanks, guys. That was, that was sweet of you. So Yeah, they do a good job. <sighs> anyway, but now we get some basketball to look forward to. You've got nothing but work. To look forward uh, to. Yeah, but this is, you know what, the days, like the, when it was just me, it's like one fanatic, it was so much easier. Was Be- it? Yes. <laughs> Delegation of duties? But it's like, the thing is, like we I have. I knew Stansbury was worthless, dude. We have all these writers and all these people out there producing all this content, right? Yeah. And And back in the day, it was just me. Yeah. And I was the only editor. I was writing women's basketball. I was writing men's yep. basketball. I was writing wrestling. I was writing, or, um. You know, no I was, time to sleep. There, we really didn't have much sales at that point. Like it, but it, yeah. it was all on your timetable. Yeah. The problem I have is I've got all these writers and all these, and like I'm constantly get okay. This is ready. This is ready. Yeah. This is ready. So I spend all my time right now, one planning. Yeah. For the travel, two getting the travel paid for via sales. Yep. And three editing. That's yeah. all I've done. I haven't even gotten to write about Iowa State right now, but I will when I get to Tulsa. You're the commander in chief, man. I'm working on a big um, profile on George Condit. I think everybody's really going to love it. How did you uh, last Sunday when the when the tournament seeds got released? Yes. How do you delegate the duties from there? Okay. I know you had Bloom doing some stuff. Yeah. Stansberry. Like, how did you choose who's doing what? Well, Bloom is like a savant basketball-wise. So, like, there's nobody more qualified on our staff to do, like, a quick scouting report on whoever. Because chances are Bloom's seen the team. Mm-hmm. Or I can't say that about anybody else yeah. on the staff. I, I'm sure Bloom's watched Ohio State six times. Yeah. That's just yep. – that's what he does. Yeah. So, Bloom does that. 
Uh, and he's really good with the analytics, and he's by far the most talented writer on our staff. No offense to everybody else, but Bloom can come suck up, it, everyone else. Well, Bloom can come up with a great A quality piece in an hour. Yeah, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Um, so that I sent Stansberry to be with the team to get immediate reaction. Um, he's kind of the beat writer, and then my role was to stay there and get every, you know, be the centralized spot, yeah. get everything up on social media, <laughs> everything up on the website, yep, and then do. Uh, I did a podcast right when the brackets came out. So that's kind of how we did it. And, but we had it all planned out like two days before that. The uh, We're, good thing is we've been doing this for so long. It's kind of a well-oiled machine at this point. What is the consensus? Um, I, I, I assume you agree with Bloom going into our matchup against Ohio State. What, what, what's the thought? They're a slower tempo team. Uh, we're favored. We should win. All of that. But do you see anything problematic? In the matchup itself. Yes. Such as Aaron Kraft's not playing. He's done, right? That big kid of theirs is really freaking good. Huh? Wesson is his name. Caleb Wesson. Yep. I mean, if he, he's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde type character where when he's good, he's probably a top five big man. And I don't know about that top ten big man in college basketball, mm-hmm. but he gets in foul trouble a lot. He's kind of like a better version of Lard. Yeah. He's bigger. Uh, they don't play alike, but, like, you know, like, Cam Lard, you'll watch him sometimes, and you'll be like, God, that guy looks like an All-American. And then you're like, he is horrible. Or not. Yeah. The Kansas State game in Kansas City was the worst minutes I've seen Cam Lard play in his career. There was. Uh, I mean, it is horrible. But then I thought he played pretty well in the four minutes against Kansas. What? How much did he play against Kansas total? Four minutes. But he was, he, it was a good four minutes. And then Condit got some run, and he kind of played the rest of the way. I mean, where's where's Lard's head going into this game? It can't be good. <laughs> I'm, you know, are we expecting anything out of him? He's going to have to do something. The rotation, you think the rotation stays the same? Yeah. Where Wigginton and Lard will come in? I don't know. I, you know. I mean, Jacobson played out of his mind. Dude. I fought Steve on this all year that I, I thought that Condit had shown that he deserves some minutes over Lard. Well, just from effort alone. Well, and he just seems more consistent. Like, I know that. Condit's not going to screw things up. Yeah. He may not be – I mean, Lard's upside is a lot higher. But – and I say upside like immediately. Long-term upside, that's that's Condit. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, regardless, the, the matchup-wise, what scares me, though, Mark, is that they're such a slow-paced team. And our guys, they would – Want to play fast. A West Virginia type that wants to run up and down the floor is a better matchup for Iowa State. However – Yeah. When our guys are playing def- like locked in defense like they did in Kansas City, it doesn't really matter because they're getting stops and then they can dictate the tempo. So that's yeah. what it comes down to. I think that uh, – do you agree with this, disagree with this? Michael Jacobson inserted himself as the leader in Kansas City. I actually think he did the week before that, but, yeah. I, but I agree with your I mean, if someone theory, has though. to do it, right, I, it felt like he stepped up intentionally to do it. To me, the way he played. I mean, I watched him play a lot this year, and the effort was, you know, and there was something on the line to win the Big 12 tournament. That's something those guys obviously wanted to do. It seemed like he took charge, honestly. I agree with you. It, you know what? It, it, it happened, though, telling you it was after the um, West Virginia game. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody's written about this stuff or not, but and I, I don't think Coach would care, but there were um, – you know, coach basically told the team, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. He's like, I- I've done all this up to here. Um, you, the, like, eventually motivation has to come from within. That's with anything in the world. You can have the most sure. talented real estate agent in the world, but if they're lazy, they're not going to do well. Yeah, right? For sure. And I think that's where Prome had gotten to be with this team. And at that point, you kind of <coughs> enable leaders to step up. And I know that Jacobson was one of the key guys. What did you make of – I looked at it as uh, humorous, not, no story here, but at the end of the Kansas game when Prome is si- trying to send players into the game. And you got guys on the bench. Uh, Taylor, I think, was one of the guys. And I don't know, there was another one, like, basically telling Coach, no. Like, no, let those guys on the floor finish. Did you, no- did you notice that from where you were sitting? I did not notice that that I mean, was, I was going on. I was I watching on TV – Oh, you didn't go? No, I, I left, man. Is it 600 bucks to take the wife and kid and myself to that championship game? Like, no, let's go back. I paid 250 for my wife and daughter, and my daughter didn't even pay attention to it. Yeah, scared of the mascots. 
But it was it was comical on TV because Prohm's like there was you know ten seconds left, fifteen seconds, whatever it was, and he's going down the bench, going you know pulling, you get in, you get in, and and literally um, Taylor Horton Tucker and I, there was another guy there that was basically telling Prohm, no, no one's going in, so nobody went in, and like Prohm just kind of laughed and shrugged it off. I did think it was odd, that but they I didn't, didn't know like sub. why. Like the guys on the floor earned it. I think that's what it let was. Them, let them stay out there. I didn't even notice that was happening. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. mean, you you caught something on TV that I didn't. But. It, and it wasn't like a, we're against the coach thing. It didn't no. play that way on TV. It's just like no, we're happy on the bench together. The, yeah, they're I, good on the floor. I think it was a because um, this isn't the first time I've heard of this. Yeah. I think it was like a symbolization of. We're a team, and it doesn't matter who's out there. Yeah, is what I comprehended from it. Yeah, I just didn't know if that. It's a question for the players if they thought about doing that at some point, or if just you know what? Why don't Why don't I talk to them about it? It was in Tulsa. I think that's interesting. I mean, it was. I assume you watched the game, didn't? Don't you watch the game? Yeah, I've watched the game back, but I you know go watch that moment again if you've got it on DVR. It was it was really interesting, and they were focused right on the bench while it was happening. So hmm. it was a good camera angle of it. The thing watching that game back, and and I thought it at the time, but it really, I mean, how big of an ass kicking that was. Oh yeah, it was never in doubt. No. Yeah, that's why Iowa State was better from the opening tip, and there was never a point where I kept thinking like, oh, Kansas has a run. But when I watched it back, knowing that Iowa State was going to win, it's like, well, who the hell is going to make a shot for them? Yeah. I mean, they were cold. And obviously, if we played them again, they might not be cold. And that makes a big difference. But um, this whole theory of Kansas does seem to have the gods on their side when it comes to college basketball. They just do. Um, Somehow, they're always linked to Kansas City. They're either playing first-round games in Kansas City or a Sweet 16 potentially in Kansas City. I was thinking, man, what about an Iowa State-Kansas matchup? Now, Kansas might not even make it to the Sweet 16 the way they're playing. God, that'd be amazing, though. But that would not be a, a matchup that I'd be scared of based no. on what we just saw. It's like I don't think Kansas will get out of the first weekend, do you? I don't think they'll win their first game. I don't think they'll beat Auburn. Auburn is – I mean, if you, if you don't allow Auburn to shoot threes, can you beat them? I, I think that's the game plan. I mean, they were draining threes against Tennessee big time. So Auburn's good. Auburn's good. There's no question. I mean, I'm excited to see several of the games. So um, what, what do you do on? Uh, <coughs> do, do you go to work on Thursday and Friday? Um, well, I have tickets to. Oh, you're going to Des Moines. Yeah, I'll be in. I'll be in uh, a suite in uh, Wells nice. Fargo. So. Well, that'll be fun. I'm not excited about the games. Yeah, the games suck. I'm like, as a as a Big Twelve guy. It's yeah, like, but, oh good, I get to see three Big Ten teams. Hopefully, though, there's like some upsets, and that'll get your juices flowing. The it doesn't really n- matter. Not that it will show up on the court. It was funny because you you ended up mentioning it a couple hours after I mentioned it in my text group. I was looking at the matchups and stuff, and I'm like, and I texted my buddies and I said. The NCAA has a sense of humor about things, dude. The fact that they matched up Patino so with great. Louisville. Freaking I'm, love it. I'm like, that's on purpose, dude. Freaking love it, man. That's on, that's on purpose. It's and, awesome. And then you happen to mention the exact same thing. I'm like, uh. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, is that is that Will Patino be there, you think? Yeah. Probably. It'd be great. What else is he doing? Just put the camera on him the whole We're time. We're going to have Rick there. We're going to have uh, Fred Hoiberg is going to be in the house. I mean, his son plays. Yeah, I forgot about that. Michigan State. So I was asking, and you, you know Fred, maybe this is a topic you can't cover, but I was just curious more than anything. I was having a conversation with somebody uh, the other day about um, his kid who didn't inherit Fred's height. Yeah, we all Jack, know that. Good kid. Nice kid. And the question was, why Michigan State? And the only thing I could think of was that he intentionally went there to try to learn from Izzo. Yeah, I, I think that um, from what I understand, like he he had a golf scholarship yeah. at South Dakota. Okay. So he could have done that, decided he wanted to do basketball, was good enough where he could walk on to some of these bigger programs. Yeah. Fred and Izzo are friends or whatever, I'm not sure. Like Jack visited whoever and just fell in love with that play and Izzo thought he is a perfect walk-on coach's kid good attitude great attitude super smart you know that's what you want for walk-ons like you're not necessarily looking for guys who (laughs) it's it's not like football where you're trying to breed these guys to be starters you definitely don't want troublemakers you you want smart kids who 
can read a scouting report and that I mean that's their role on the team. Yeah. That's that's the whole point. I just wondered if he wants to get into the coaching profession. He might. I, I don't know. I mean there'd be nobody better to learn from them than Izzo. Izzo's great. Obviously. Yeah. That guy has I don't know how many final fours they've had. For a long time he had a senior class that every senior class was basically going to the final He's four. had as good of a coaching year this year as I think he has in a long time. With the, losing all those guys and So let's uh break down What's going to happen in Tulsa? Uh, other than you, uh, I don't know. Do you even go out and enjoy yourself? I mean, is that part of the deal Man, for you? It, I probably will go out and see a little bit of the town um, Wednesday night. Yeah. Because the thing is, they play that last game. Mm-hmm. So that means all the stuff Super is late, late in the day. And it's like, you just wait around. That's kind of a bad draw. Don't you think? To have to wait till almost 9 o'clock? Okay. Tip? Now... Probably, but let me point it this way, though. With this would you rather have 11 o'clock or 9 o'clock? I would rather have 9 o'clock. Okay. I mean, I have really bad feelings of that UAB game. Yeah, early, the no first crowd. game of the tournament. And think about it this way. Just Crowds like, suck, though, right? Think about your clock as a 19-year-old. Yeah. Like, at those 11 o'clock tips, Jess Settle said this the other night on our on my Ross's show. Um, those 11 o'clock tips, like, your shoot-arounds at, like, 6 a.m. For, like, yeah. a 19-year-old? Yeah. Sucks. That's hard. Yeah. And I would point out that I don't trust this Iowa State team at all. Mm-hmm. Like to be disciplined to – not that they're going to be out drinking or anything like that, but like I don't trust this team. Yeah. So I would rather keep it as consistent as possible, humanly possible mm-hmm. for this specific group. It's another reason why I'm glad they're playing Ohio State. Yeah. Would you trust Taylor Horton Tucker against UC Irvine? Yeah. Not to single him out, but he's the first kid that came to my mind. Yeah. Any of yeah. those guys. Yep. Lindell Wiggins. Would you trust Cam Lard against UC Irvine? I don't trust him against anybody. No, and nor, yeah. nor should you. Nobody yeah. should trust Iowa State, even after last week. Yeah. And they could go and lose to Ohio State by 10. We have a lot of potential, and that's what we have. Mm-hmm. Potential. You know, there's talent. You a lot hope of talent. they realize the potential over the week. I, I, I hope if Kansas City helped the team with anything, it's the taste of a victory, yeah, and how sweet that is. I'm telling you that um, that UAB game. I feel like I learned a lot covering that team about what not to do. Going into that, did you feel like they could lose that game at the time? No. So it was a shock to you. Uh, no, I didn't. But I tell you what, within ten minutes, I did. Mm-hmm. You could feel it in the arena. What was the? Uh, Our guys were. Just, where, where was that at? That game, Louisville. And it was all Kentucky fans rooting for UAB. What was the – like roughly how many people were in the crowd for that game? It was like third full, A half third full? third full, half full, top. So it just felt dead. NCAA tournaments suck. Like I, I tell fans all the time, if you're going to do one or the other, go to the conference tournament. I do think though, and I'm biased as hell, I do think Des Moines is an exception. I do too. The early game, 11-15 will be full. Totally agree. Yeah. We're an odd group of folks. Yeah. They support anything. Which is why they should have it in Des Moines all the time. They I know won't. they can't. They got to share the love. I, I I understand, but if they want it to look good on TV and to sound good on TV and have a crowd, I, I don't think anyone does first round action like Des Moines going to do it. I just don't. They do a really good job, and our people are unbelievable. Like they, uh, Des Moinesians support anything. I mean, like if it's Iowa Speedway, if it's the Barnstormers, if it's they, Tra- like track and field, track and they, they show up. Yeah. They support it. It's, I mean, concerts are always full mm-hmm. at Wells Fargo Arena. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're, they, they have an elite staff. I mean, Connolly's been on our show. He just won, like, GM of the year. I don't, I don't know if you knew that. But, like, he's, he's phenomenal. So I, that's the one thing that sucks because I'm just – I'm a Des Moines fan. I love the city now. Yeah. And I've never been to one of them because I've been with Iowa State both times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we've got a hell of a deal with, with that. The Iowa State women hosting the tournament. Iowa women are hosting the tournament. Drake plays there. Like, there's a ton of NCAA tournament basketball yeah. within, like, a two-mile radius. Yeah, no, it's it's one of the, the better weekends of the year. It should be. And, and the weather's going to cooperate. Yeah. It'll be nice out, which yeah. is, which is great. Nice. What, so, um, I sidetracked you there. What's going what's gonna to happen in Tulsa? I don't know. Let's assume. Uh, I let's think assume we win. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick Iowa State to the Sweet 16. All right. So we we beat uh, we beat Ohio State. We likely meet Houston. Yeah. Houston has a scary record. Um, Here's a little nugget for you. Um, if those two teams were to play in Las Vegas, 
it would either be a pick em or Houston would be favored by like a point. Okay. So very, very close, which yep. doesn't surprise me. Does Houston by itself scare you at all? Yeah. I mean, they just lost to Cincinnati by Here's 10. What, they're right? nasty. Okay. These boys are nasty, man. They're gritty. They will look to just maul our guys. And what teams give our guys problems? Baylor, Kansas State. How does, Those type how does of Houston's style differ from when Kelvin Sampson was at Oklahoma? It's pretty similar. How did we do against Kelvin Sampson teams? Man, I don't know. That was so long ago. I mean, who was the coach then? McDermott? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't think it really – I mean, Blake Griffin did has, a lot to do with it. It has been a while. Do you remember back when the Big 12 had, like, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, the Morris twins? I was thinking to myself, how does uh, Kevin Durant any good? I'd never seen a skinnier basketball player than that. He's still skinny. Yeah. One of the best guys in the world, too, at basketball. Dude, but he's so, I think he may be better than LeBron these days. LeBron's starting to look not old, but LeBron's just, like whole shtick is kind of wearing on everybody right now. Yeah, he took a lot of heat for getting a shot blocked. It's like he's a human being. The other day, like he was. Yeah, I don't care about win. that. I'm more about like the whole <laughs> trying to trade your entire team and all that stuff. Like, how in the hell is like Lonzo Ball supposed to have that guy's back? I, yeah, everybody knows it's about LeBron. I mean, that's that's just what you get. Um, all right, so Sweet Sixteen. I, 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 yeah, I'm putting them in the Sweet Sixteen. What so we you? we we likely face Kentucky. Bring it on, Kentucky, Iowa State, and Kansas City. Eggplant. Who could it be? It would be if everything went according to plan. It'd be Kansas, North, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, Iowa State, yeah. in Kansas City. <laughs> Egg plan. Name, name your ticket price, man. Jeez, that would I mean, be, that'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. I, it, it, would might, be, it, it might be five hundred bucks to get uh, into the building, dude. Yeah, but like <laughs> lower might, level, you you're spending over a grand. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Would you go? Would uh, you spend a thousand dollars to get into that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Just a sweet sixteen, or would it have to be elite eight? Sweet sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that, I mean, I feel like it's very possible that we can get to the Sweet 16. I do. I do too. Now, we're not facing Arkansas, Little Rock, and who else did we right. face the other year? I, um, that was, uh, they beat Nevada. Who would have thought Nevada would turn into the program it was? And then they beat Arkansas, Little Rock in the second round. Was it Nevada that we played the first Pretty round? Pretty sure, yeah. Because um, Musselman was the coach. Can you Yeah, can you imagine Power and Light, man, for... That combo. Teams. Have you ever been around Kentucky fans? I have not. No. Jesus, Mark. <laughs> Bad. They are some of the worst fans I've ever been around in my life. Like in what what way? Just total. Well, not bad in the. They're obnoxious. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. They're like Kansas fans, Is, but they're kind of rednecks. They're like Kansas fans with the accent. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching. I, but, but like, Kansas fans, like, they're annoying and they're arrogant, yeah. but they have some respect for Iowa State because, yeah. like, we beat them. We're beating them, yeah. Um, Kentucky fans are like Kansas fans, but a little bit rednecky, crazier than Kansas fans because Kansas fans still like the Royals. They like the Chiefs. Yeah. They have other things to do. Sure. Kentucky basketball, they're Nebraska football fans is what they are. Oh, I just talked to yeah, they're Nebraska football fans. <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> that's, they, a, that's a good comparison. Those people tormented Iowa State fans down in Louisville the last time. The uh, Royce White game, right? No, not the Royce White game, but that's a good poll. When we played them? That no, was, was that it in? was the UAB year in Louisville. Oh, okay. When we were Kentucky them. was also in that pod, and their whole fan base was there rooting for UAB. Yeah. Do you just, want to see something to be crazy, too? So they had that day where, um, like, the practice day. Yeah, the open the, session. Yeah, the open sessions. Yep. And you want to see a nutty thing, go to a Kentucky open session. It's full. It's, like, sold out. That, They're, uh, like, chanting during the whole thing. It is, it is wild. The, uh, I mean, you got to admire passion. You just don't want the douchey. Yeah, I don't passion. know if they're douchey, but I'm saying that you want to know what the power and light would be like, and it would be absolutely crazy. If those four schools were there. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. And we would not be the main draw. Eggplant emoji. Well. I, if, I were you, if I were you guys listening, I would go ahead and get a hotel there that you can cancel. That you can cancel is the key. And I would go ahead and buy tickets because you can always resell it on StubHub. Because you, you've, you've got one big school that wonder, inevitably is going to be there. I wonder what the uh, 
the lowest price is. I'm going to look this up. So uh, Ross Peterson, by the way, might be joining us here shortly. We're, we're going to have to hurry up because Ross and I have to go do a radio show. I know. I know. The um, uh, I do want to get your take on the Iowa game, by the way. Their seed and – what they're going to going to do? I realize this is an Iowa State podcast. Yeah, what do you? What do you? What do you? I'm curious, man. I think they suck, and I think they're going to get. <laughs> I think that I think gonna, they're going to get their ass kicked. I think that I don't know about getting their ass kicked, but I would pick Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati's just a much more consistent team. Yeah, what's the spread in that one? Uh, one and a half. Actually, you know what? I think it's like two and a half now. I think or Cincinnati's a two and a half point favorite. That's not as high as I thought it was going to be, to be, <laughs> to be honest. Um, why don't you predict what this is going to be? I'm pulling this up right now. Okay. Sweet 16. We're going to just go with the lowest. Lo- the cheapest ticket? Uh, yeah, cheapest cheapest you, ticket to get in the door. And you're on StubHub? I'm on StubHub, yep. Um, uh, so I would need to do full. Let's do f- uh, full strips because that's the easiest way to do it. NCAA tournament, Midwest Regional, full strip. Um, yeah, so that's 29th and 31st at the Sprint Center. What do you got? And we're like the the cheapest one you can buy on StubHub. Correct. For a full strip. Let's say 175 a piece. For the full strip? That's what you're going with? Yeah. Uh, 335. <laughs> 335. That's upper corner. That's in the rafters, dude. So what's like, um, like mid court? Uh, full strip. What is he, What do you mean by full strip? Full strip, all the games. Oh, okay. That are there, both okay. days, yeah. both days. Uh, so that's three games, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, cheapest ticket right now, or no, no, mid court, mid court, um, dead center, section one seventeen, row twenty two. Twelve twenty four seventy five is the cheapest. Twelve hundred a game? Uh, nope, that's for the strip. So that's going to get you. That's going to be. Uh, so for two people, it would essentially be twenty five hundred dollars to go to every game. So that's three games. Correct. Which isn't terrible. That's actually not bad yet because nobody knows who the hell is going. But there. like, if it's those teams, if, you're if doing you, a little if bit. If you've of a got game. those teams, if you bought this as an example, that's you a want good an, investment. If you want an investment and you want to go on. And by lower lower center section one seventeen row twenty two, put you right in the middle. I think you could sell those for twelve hundred bucks a game when the games roll around. If the teams were talking about it there, yeah, I think you could. I think you could double, triple your money on something like that. You should do it, Mark. Damn, it's still a risk. Do halvesies? Still a risk. Halvesies. Well, who could go there? What's the what's the nightmare scenario? <laughs> It's like, who would be there that sucks? Kansas loses, Houston. obviously. Houston would be terrible. So H- it, it, could, bring... it could be Houston. Uh, who would beat Kansas and knock Kansas out? Uh, let me pull up the bracket. Like, I'm picturing the, the, the nightmare scenario. Houston and uh, <coughs> the brand that is Bradley? No. No, that's think. a different deal. That's a different pod. I can't wait to see their brand hit the moon. Hold on one second. Here's a bracket. Um, okay, uh, North Carolina. So Utah State or Washington will play North Carolina. Okay. Um, Auburn or Kansas. So I mean, Auburn so would it could not be Auburn. Auburn would not be a great draw. Yeah, Houston, and then on the other end, it could be either Wofford or Seton Hall or Kentucky. So you could you could potentially have these you could expensive have tickets in your hands with Wofford, and you've got Seton Hall, Wofford, Auburn, Houston, Houston. <laughs> and all of a sudden you've lost. That's not going to happen. You've lost at least half your money. It's going to be clones versus Kentucky, and it's going to be Kansas versus North Carolina. Massive eggplant emoji. Man, I'm tempted. Do it, man. I'm tempted. This is be- this is better. You have better odds with this than you do any of the gambling you're going to do. That's true. That is true. Uh, you can get across the court, by the way. Uh, row. What about like behind the basket? Sixteen lower level. for thirteen fifty a strip. Man, you want to go all in here, dude? Here you go. I'll call your friends. So lower center. This is again center court. Sixteen rows up. Thirteen fifty a strip. 
This dude, whoever, whoever's selling this, has 18 tickets to sell. You could have 18 center court tickets for the Sweet 16 in Kansas City if you wanted to. Let's go. That's eggplant right there. <laughs> there's, there's some money to be made. Oh, man, what a risk. You're uh, really banking on um, you just need Kentucky in Kansas and to make it, and you're going to make money. Well, even just Kansas. Or yeah. Iowa State, like Iowa State. I mean, yeah. those two fan bases. But like, the problem is, I just, I don't know. Well, Iowa State fans fork over fifteen hundred dollars a ticket uh, for a Sweet Sixteen matchup those, against Kentucky. Those, those seats, I bet so. I just want to see Prome versus John Calipari in yeah. a press conference. The beauty is with that system, though, fifteen hundred dollars. You don't have to sell that ticket for fifteen hundred dollars. If you do, you made your money back on a full strip. But yeah. keep in mind, each strip is three tickets. Are you going to do this? I don't know. So three tickets. You, even if you sold it at just uh, say seven fifty per ticket, you're going to make seven fifty per strip. What would you pay to watch the clones in the final four? Uh, a couple thousand for one game. Probably, yeah. Just, just, just a rarity. Yeah. Thing. Well, it may, it may not ever happen in your life again. It's quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, it, it hasn't happened in your life so far. It's kind of like, uh, it's not a huge regret, um, but I told myself my whole life if the Cubs made the World Series, I'd buy a ticket. Yeah. And I and I didn't, and I probably should have, but I, actually, what I should have done is dro- drove to Cleveland and bought one. Game seven, watch them clinch. That would have been a that good been one awesome. to, to, to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Obviously, you wouldn't pay Jack Squad because you get to go there for free. Yeah. What would you pay? I don't know. Like, the only equivalent that I have is, like, what would you pay to watch the Vikings in the Super Bowl? And I don't think I would go. Just like, because of the enjoyment of? Yeah, and I just, like, I'm, I think the Super Bowl for me would be, like, the NCAA tournament where it's, like, it's such a bad atmosphere. Yeah. I would much rather go and pay and watch them play like a host of NFC championship game. Yeah. Like in Minneapolis where yeah. I know like I'm going to love the atmosphere and stuff like that. Yep. And I, I would pay a lot of money there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 500 bucks. If it's decent seats for Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, that's a problem you don't have to worry about though. Cause your team's not making it. Not with their quarterback. I just hate to tell you that. Yeah, whatever. I'm not even worried about that right now. So I, I uh, um, I'm I'm concerned though, and this is a good concern to have. I'm concerned that both of our teams are going to be in the Sweet 16, the women's and the men. Okay. I just don't know how I can be everywhere at once. You can't. That's not possible. <laughs> I know you believe because you have you're friends with aliens uh, that you can do that, but you can't. Because right now the plan is to get up in the middle of the night on Sunday. Yeah. And drive to Ames to be able to call the women's game on Monday. So let's let's have fun here for a second. Okay. Let's assume Iowa State plays out of their freaking minds, men and women, and we yeah. do nothing but winning, yeah. right? Yep, yep. What does your next two weeks look like? Um, you leave tomorrow. You're gone. Okay, so I leave tomorrow for Tulsa, and I'm there in theory. We're assuming wins. Until... Um, the 24th, Iowa State would play, I'm assuming, in the afternoon or night because they're the late, late game. game. Yeah. So then I would have to get up at about 5 a.m., 4 or 5 a.m., drive to Ames. Seven-hour haul. To be able to call the women's game that afternoon or night. We don't have tip times yet. I'm assuming it'll be a night game. Okay. For the women. Yeah. Okay. And then. So wait, uh, this is uh, Sunday? What day are we on? That's Monday. Monday. Okay, okay. so then I will um, I'll have Tuesday to like do laundry and stuff. Okay. Wednesday would be down in Kansas City. Hold on. Is the clone – we would be on the 29th and 31st. 29th, 31st, yep. Okay, so I would have Tuesday and Wednesday. I would drive down to Kansas City on Thursday morning early, do that game on the 30, 29th, and then I would be win or lose. If if Iowa State wins, I would stay. I already have this all done, by the way. Yeah. If they lose, Bloom's going to call the women in Chicago. Yep. Regardless, so I'll do the do the men's game on the thirty first, 
and then the women play on the first. Bloom can't do that one. So I would be hopping on an airplane in Kansas City to Chicago, call the women's Elite Eight game (laughs) on the first. Then I'll probably fly back with them, and hopefully both teams are in the final four. I hope you got a good travel agent, man. No, I just do it all up here, buddy. Jeez. It's all up here. So – uh, if all go, if price all, flights they're they're pretty cheap from Kansas City to Chicago. If all goes well, uh, you'll be you'll be divorced in about three months, right? It'll be yeah, yeah. Can't believe I'm not yet. Actually, it helped because they came down to Kansas City and just kind of bunked in my hotel room. So yep. I was around last week. So does part of you, uh, the part of you that wanted to get into this business, like are you jonesing off this stuff? I love it. It's adrenaline. Yeah. I mean, I was up at 5.30 this morning just crying. I love it. This is my favorite time. I mean, if you've got to do something for work, it might as well be basketball. Well, I'd ads. rather it be this than sales and programmatic ads and crap like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hate that aspect of it. What um, what arena are they playing in, by the way, in Tulsa? Is it The Bach Center? Is that where Tulsa plays? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know enough about it. They, it was where they just had the Big 12 Wrestling. I know that. It's downtown. It's like their downtown arena. Do you expect a ton of Cologne fans? I mean, I, I assume. Yeah, well, well, they'll be a good showing. And the other fan bases that are going are not that strong. Who else is there other than – I haven't really focused on that at all. Um, okay, here you go. You got Iowa State, Ohio State, Houston, Georgia State. You have Buffalo, Arizona State, or St. John's, Texas Tech, and Northern Kentucky. So that really kind of sucks. Yeah, it's a terrible pod. Yeah. I mean, there's really no interesting teams. So it's Iowa State fans. <laughs> they're they're going to be the ones. Ohio State fan. I don't know though. Like they were a bubble team. Will they travel <laughs> for this? I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, doubtful. I mean, Houston. I can't imagine they have like this big fan base. No, no. Georgia yeah. State. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's god awful, dude. I didn't know it was that. Texas bad. Tech, like they, but they don't really travel. I mean. Hell, Des Moines looks like a gold mine after that. Yeah, it's, we were talking about that on the show yesterday. If like if you're complaining about Des Moines, look at where Iowa State's going to be. Um, yeah, that that's the best was one that year. Is crap, one year it was down in San Antonio, and we had Creighton, Nebraska, Iowa State, North Carolina. Um, UCLA, like it was just stacked. Like yeah. every interesting team you could think of were, were all down there. Baylor was there. So we had Scott Drew to hang out with him a little bit. We're going to get a little insight here. Ross Peterson just jumped in. <laughs> C- come on, grab a headset, bud. We get the headset just sitting there waiting for you. Is that a, is that a dip? No, no. Hold on, hold on. Are you, are you, di- are you dipping? No, you're not. Can you hear yourself? No. No, I don't know what's going on here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know what's going on here with Ross. Ross is always worth waiting for. I feel like we're having um, technical difficulties. While, I'm, I'm going to switch the input here. While Chris is doing this, trying to hook Ross up, um, I did want to uh, plug a NCAA basketball pool. Talk, Ross. For, yeah, Ross, man. What is that, broken? Um, now talk. Go to... Go to Fawcast, uh, the Fawcast Twitter account. Uh, Chris Williams retweeted this. If you want to do a NCAA basketball pool, it's 25 bucks to be in it. Uh, winner takes all. And uh, the link to the NCAA pool is there. So go to Fawcast Twitter account. That's where you can find it. Click on the link. Uh, sign up. It's 25 bucks to be in it. And I plan to win it. We figured it out. It was on mute. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, so, yeah. Why wasn't the light on? Is it I don't, legal what you're doing, like charging people money and doing gambling It's on an this? NCAA basketball pool. I'm just saying that's how Rick Neuheisel got fired. I, I'm pretty sure we're safe at $25 entry fee. It'll, I'm it'll, just it'll saying fine. that's just how play, Rick hey, Neuheisel if you, if got you win fired. It, if you win it, claim it on your taxes. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Hey, Ross. What's up? Bro? Ross, you got the Hawks winning the whole thing? No, that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> they uh, they are going to lose to Duke in the national championship. Oh, okay. It's, but it's silly to think that they'd get past Duke. I mean. What? Um, no, dude, this is the Hawks are. This is a tough matchup. You know, um, Cincinnati is going to slow it down, beat them up. All the things that the Hawkeyes have really struggled with, like. The, the Big Ten comparisons to Wisconsin yeah. or a not-as-good Michigan State or, you know, a, a sprinkle of Michigan State, like, that's a nightmare matchup for the Hawkeyes. What do you think of the 10 seed? 
the deserved. I mean, and I, I also think the fact that you obviously were, I shouldn't say obviously, I don't know this stuff, seems to me they were given the worst draw of the 10 seats, right? Mm-hmm. You not only get Cincinnati, but then you got Tennessee, who was a really well, good team. Well, it seems Cincinnati was poorly seated as well, but it, the opposite way. I mean, they exactly should have right. higher. Like, I think you got the best seven. Yeah. And you're probably in, first of all, in a close location for that yep. that, ten, that seven. Yep. Close location for the two. Yep. So, I, you know, if you get that far. But and it deserved. Like, you, when you, if you just won a few games, if you didn't have this – yeah. streak going into the, the Big Ten tournament. Do you think uh, Chris Hassel p- uh, put this theory out there, nothing more than that, but if they had lost to Illinois, would they have missed the tournament? They beat Illinois and were only a 10 seed. I, so how close to the bubble were they? Well, what, what's Illinois beating Illinois do for them? I don't know, man. I, I can't answer that question. I don't think so. If you want me to be honest with you, I think they were in the tournament. Uh, Mark Emmert brought something to the table with Hawk Central uh, like three months ago when they had like 19 wins. Mm-hmm. There was some sort of metric out there that said was counting the teams that were absolutely in the tournament. Yeah. By And when the Cox had 19 wins, the theory was at that point they could have lost out and they would have still been in the They'd tournament. They already done enough. And, right, exactly. That they would have, at that point, been obviously sneaking in. So I don't know. I, but that, my, but my gut bo- tells me beating Illinois in the Big Ten tournament the night after they just had to play an overnight, overtime yeah. game didn't bump them up. Does that tell you the system's flawed, though? If that was true, if they could have won 19 and then lost out, that eye test doesn't matter, that a team that's falling mm. apart is still going to make you the tournament? You will get no argument from me about the system being broken. And I think that there's – you know, I've even, I've even talked about some ideas that I don't even think are that drastic on the air, like – I think one of the qualifiers should be you've got to be 500 or better in your conference. Yeah. If you're not a 500 team in your conference, what the hell are we doing with postseason play? What are we, what are you rewarding? Yeah. And then you and and people so, people so use the conference argument against just that. A, oh, I, it's tough conference. I, I and I understand that. Yeah. I get that. But what are we rewarding? Mediocrity. We're doing it all for money, is, and everybody realizes that. We don't talk about it nearly enough about how that's what this is really about. Sure. Because the NCAA makes more money, and they can charge more money if Iowa is a 10 seed over Drake, mm-hmm. for instance. I mean, that's a great example, like, and, it's, and that's a no-brainer. Everybody understands it. Sure. So, so, yeah, the system is completely broken. You have a few problems with a few systems out there. It's like the strike zone. You know, just no. I love the strike zone. Whatever. I just, you know, it, it can be, it could be electronic, and nobody would. We could figure that out. I think you're not a purist anymore. No, God, far from it. You're one of those guys that wants it to be right. Yeah, right, exactly. At the end of the day, so we're we're just talking about William's schedule. He's all over the place, man. <laughs> the next couple of weeks are kind of nuts. It's all over the place. We what? recorded Hawk Central earlier today, and I was with Emmert and Lysico, and we just were talking about all the Hawkeye stuff lining up together too. Yeah. You know, they've got the wrestling, which I'm, you guys are you're covering wrestling yeah. now, too. So oh, yeah. did you send? Uh, no, uh, oh, it's man. Pittsburgh. If it were anywhere closer, we'd be there. It's pretty expensive. National championships? Just, uh, maybe throw some coin Emirates or Lysticos way or Cody Goodwin's way, I mean. Cody. I don't think the register would probably go for that. What if he just, what if he used, what do they call that uh, when you use a pen, a, a different name to write under? What, there's a, the a alias? A non-deplume? No. Non like Ron Mexico and Michael Vick. That no, that alias is different. I think it's, and it's a, not I think Ghost it's, I Rider. Think it's a non diplume. Non diplume. I don't know okay. what that is. But anyway, you like use a different it's name French to write lawyers. under. Yeah, right. next year they're in um, Nationals or in Minneapolis. So sorry, Cody Goodwin was unavailable, but Corey Godwin <laughs> is, <Yeah>. is <laughs> doing some great work out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> you guys must have a remote today. You're both geared up. Yeah, we got to go to 1460K Fire yeah, Trucker. Got to get some. You got tape around here. I need, I like, know. you got some duct tape or something? Probably. Why? You I need to do, and no, I know I got to do an uh, impromptu um, lint roller here. I got, I'm covered in dog hair. You're uh, not that bad. I can't really see life. it that well. Yeah. Um, so, any bold predictions for the tournament, Ross, coming up? Any? Uh, no, I clicked, through, uh, I clicked through an electronic bracket last night, and I do this every year, man. I'm so chalk because I don't, I'm not nuts about college basketball. Like, I'm not paying attention to how good Texas Southern you is. You haven't watched Wofford? I didn't watch Wofford this year. Missed that game. Yeah. We, so, we, we have a can't-miss investment opportunity for you. We were talking about <laughs> yeah, earlier. this is actually a really good idea okay. we have. We're looking at ticket prices for Kansas City Sweet 16. Do you know the, what the four teams could be there? Could be. 
the four teams that could be in Kansas City for the Sweet 16, you're talking about Iowa State, obviously. Yes. Yep. Well, who, who would, Kentucky. Okay. Oh. Guess what the other Kansas side and North Carolina. <laughs> Think about those tickets. We have the what opportunity. The tickets right now? Well, so you can buy center court, 16 rows up. You can buy strips. So that's all three games. It's 1350 bucks a strip. Okay. But if those teams make it, what are you going to be able to sell individual tickets to those games for in that location? Yeah, you might be able to make it fifteen hundred a ticket. Yeah, I you mean, you really you might be able to. Yeah, you could make a lot of money. Because Kentucky and Kansas fans, and I don't really, I've never been around North Carolina fans, but I assume they're oh, it's got to be much the right, same. Right. They'll spend and, anything. But we said, what's the downside to this plan? Like, what the downside is? It's Wofford, Houston, yeah. Seton Hall, yeah. and some other garbage <laughs> team that are there. And like, we just lost a lot of money. I yeah, think we should do it on this, this deal. This is why I'm the worst guy for like brackets and stuff put, like this. This time of year, I I'll put thirteen hundred in on one. You'd do a strip? With you. All right. Well, we'll just do two tickets. I'm going to analyze this thing a little bit. I'm going to I'm gonna see what we can do. Ross, you want about. in? No. It <laughs> does seem like a good opportunity. It does, Ross, seem, it does says, seem like you're it, going to make money It doesn't seem stupid, does yeah. it? No, not at all. Ross. Because uh, most people are last I minute don't, when it comes to You just don't to, have that gamble in you, I do don't know, man. And I don't. We've talked about this. Like, I don't get that rush. I, I get a rush from it. I don't like the rush I get from it. Yeah. You know, I experimented a lot in my life, right? Yeah. And so, and I don't mean that sounds really weird. That I sounds great. What was his good, name? Good for you. No, man. And yeah, there were things you. that I didn't Happy like. His name like was I, Terrence. Chris, we talk about this a lot when racing, right? When yeah. you and I, when it, you get out on a go-kart track, the first thing you do at Slideways is what? Lose control. Yeah. You do that so that you know where the edge is. Yeah, you absolutely. know where you can put the car and your little cart. And every time you get in a go-kart or something you're going to race, it's the first thing you should try yeah. to do is lose control so you know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's, I always liken that to kind of life, do it, life choices and stuff like that. So I've done a lot of things. I found a couple buzzes that I really liked in life. I found yeah. a couple that I really didn't like in life. And gambling was one I never liked. I just I'm going to pull it out of that Disney stock I own. We're going to do this. I'm going to uh, – when, <laughs> when I get back to my office, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what our, our total costs will be. And uh, I have some guys in the ticket scalping world. We could run a, run the idea by them if you want. I can give you his number. I mean, if those if, – if, if three of those four teams show up, if two of those if four two teams, of those show, teams up, show up, you make money. If it's Iowa State or Kansas you, at all. I, I don't see how you lose money on that. I, I don't see how you lose money. I don't either. I really don't. So I think one of those four teams shows up. You're making your money back with those seats in the center, middle of center yeah. court. I jump. I, see, it's even Ross. He's I'm like, oh, man. I'm thinking that's you, that's you, one you it's, you, you got can't Venmo? really lose out on. He's texting the wife. You got Venmo? I do. I'll just Venmo you the money. Yeah. Let me look into this when you I get back to the office. Ride. Just hey, don't don't post this until we figure out the tickets, right? Okay. We don't want anyone snagging like this brilliant idea of ours. So. Deal. Now, I'm not sure what Venmo is, but I'll go take some money out of my mattress and we'll figure out. <laughs> mattress I- money. I like that. Right. What about um, if the clones are in the final four? Should we go ahead and book those two? Man, that's hard to imagine. Yeah, that's that's the, dude, getting by, imagine getting by Kentucky and North Carolina in one weekend. I mean, we would all just, the, the clone bones would just be, I mean, you'd have to get the hose out. They'd you'd be have at, to get a fire hose they'd out. They'd be at full, full stiff. Hose was all down. It would be. Watch, they're going to lose to Ohio State, and I'm going to be coming back early. Man, I, I hope they don't. There's no reason we should, honestly. I uh, Chalk. So, Ross, are you going to boldly predict a, a Hawkeye loss? No, I think that they can beat Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really tough game, and they got to have a lot go right. Great shooting. I mean, the things that you have to do to win a basketball game, right? They've got to play tough defense and do it for 40 minutes, and they've got to hit big shots. You've got to have a big night from Bohannon and Bear and Moss has got to play well. Cook can't turn the ball over a ton of times. Garza's going to have to finish in the lane. I mean, it's – and this – Cincinnati just matches up, like, perfectly with them size-wise at every position, all five positions. It's and you're like, still going to pick the Hawks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way you're talking, I'm like, man. <laughs> it's like he's contractually obligated. It's like they're playing the – No, it's, it, because I – It's it's your team it's and you want to pick them. and, and it's, it's March. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine – Picking my team to lose in that first round. If but the if Fox you were a 15 seed, I would at least I'd be like, you know what? If I if <laughs> I got to put him on one line. If I told you though that I'm going to give you a free entry into my pool, and you have a chance to win 20 grand if you win the whole thing, are you picking the Hawks? No. There you go. No. There, no. There's if, the answer. If it's and if you're asking me, I think the line right now is like three and a half. Yeah, it's moved up. Yeah. I, I'm giving the. I'm, I'm going to. 
I would yeah. I, I would take the points. You think the Hawks keep it that close and or win this game? I don't know if they win, but I would take the points. I mean, I would take the points. This is a time to remind you of non-athletic guards. No, I know. I'm just, I, I'm just saying. In case you I, forgot. For what it's worth, I think Iowa will lose, but I think it, I would take the points. I would buy it up and get like four. When you that's, say non-athletic, do you mean white? Is that what you mean by that? <sighs> wow. Yeah, that's not a racist bone in this body. All right. I mean, yeah. There's a, there's a reason Bohannon shoots the ball I, from so deep. I would take, <laughs> for what it's reason. worth, I would take Ohio State in the points, too. Uh, what was, was it? on that seven? Six? It, it was six. But the way they slow it down, <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I actually like I that. I see that one a lot more than the – Ohio State's a – from what I – I did a lot of research last night. They're very Jekyll and Hyde, it seems like. Like when they're there – they remind me a lot of Iowa State in that sense. Yeah. Man, I thought I was going to show up and we were going to talk about something fun. We're talking about basketball. Are you going to the, the games on Thursday? You know, it's funny. I was looking at my email today, and I think I have a media credential to go down there. I think AD set that up for us. If you Paul. can't get a media credential, who can? Dude, I don't. Ross, here's the thing, Mark. On. Well, I'll have my son. Is, the kids are on spring break right yep. now, so I'll yep. probably have Eli in tow, which I've been doing a lot lately with me anyway. Um, we are at Buzzard Billy, so getting in and out of the arena and stuff like that could be a pain in the butt. I just, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not excited to go out of my way you, to fight through the crowd to get down. And I'm not working. And then, no, boy. dude, and then I'm not even working. Like, I'm going to use the media credential and go down and eat food. And No, you're working, though, because you're getting perspective so you can talk about it on your radio show. That's the And really, Chris, that would be the only thing I'd go down there to do. Well, th- and, that is true, though. Yeah. It's now, one of, it's one of the biggest events in Des Moines for the year. So go and experience, so, dude, we, go, again, go experience the event. But we're lucky that we got this a second time. We very honestly might not ever get this again. We, uh, you're absolutely right so that I should do go you down really, and Do you really it. think that? 100%. This is the type of thing that why, – why, why based off the fact of – from, from what I heard, the first time went really well. Could have been better yeah. on some concession things. This year will probably be awesome. I assume they're really ready for it. Let's hope, right? You're selling it out? You got yep. fans that show up, yeah. Support it. Why the hell not? I don't I'm, because things change, right? Yeah. And we are the seventy third biggest market in the in the country, right? So that means there are seventy two other cities who have got just one tick above us when they whenever they walk into those those bid centers. Now, but half of them don't give a crap. If you're, it shows up that, in you're, their town. you're absolutely right, but. Half of those, half of those half might decide to give a crap. Yeah. The right city officials, the right city planner, the right venue manager might get into the right ear in five of those cities. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we're not fighting for it every third year. We're fighting for it every eighth year, and we're not getting. I mean, just, and I don't think that happens. I don't think this is the last one we get. But you're you are right that I should go down and try to enjoy it and get inside of that arena and you should and see it I'd, because you part of your deal is. I mean, you're not like technically asking questions, but you're trying to convey to the audience that chooses to listen to you. Yeah. You know what it's they like. Live I'm, I'm trying to build you, you up, Chris. I need yeah, hey, you need trying, to do this more. I'm often. Trying to build you up. Are I mean, you you are a. Chosen. I need more direction. You are the conduit. I'm a very good soldier. I ain't a good chief. Yeah. So if you could give me, I'm a great chief and a terrible soldier. Well, you, you're <laughs> you're going to go on the air on Thursday. <laughs> Right? I'm a horrific. You got a show on Thursday, yeah. I assume. Yeah, and you yeah. got to be. You're, I, do, I do a show every day, Mark. And you're either you're either going to talk you're either going to talk about those games you just watched on the old telly, or you're going to talk about what it was like to be in the venue. I think about when you. Could, I think you could, I think you your could, audience would rather hear you your first smell person Richard perspective. Richard Pitino because you were so close to him. Yeah. I, have we sold you yet? Are you going to be there? What I'm you need to do? I'm telling you guys. No doubt now. Set it on show yesterday. Get there on Wednesday. That's the most fun day. The shoot around. Yeah, all that stuff. Like, and take Eli on Wednesday. Well, he'll absolutely love and it. And tomorrow is also they're opening up that fan experience. And we talked to yes. Connolly about that. All that stuff. And is- I do remember, like, one of the things, Mark, to sell you on how the connection between NCAA and Des Moines. Do you remember when we talked to Chris a few weeks ago? 
And he told us one of the, and that, man, maybe this was off the air. I'll say it anyway. <laughs> All right. I, Nobody I don't think it's that big of a deal, okay, because All right. he basically the NCAA puts serious restrictions on how often that fan zone experience thing can be open. And yeah. I don't remember exactly what the reasoning was for that. I mean, it's obviously to draw people back into the arena. Sure. But somehow Chris and – the, the guys that catch Des Moines, I mean, the Des Moines Convention and Visitors Bureau, basically, were able to convince the NCAA to give them a broader, a, a bigger window, to allow more people in. And they were able to do that because of the demand from the last, last time they did it. Mm. They adhered to those standards and then said, hey, look how many people we had to cut out of this experience yeah. that were waiting to do it. And I know when he, that was why I asked him last night about the availability mm. of that. And he talked about that, and I meant to bring that up and say, hey, man, we were, mm-hmm. we were going to be closed down on this. It was, I mean, it was like 15-minute windows that this oh, thing really? was supposed to be open for people. It was ridiculous. What is actually there? I have no, I, again, I, two years like ago, I said, have a chance and, to go shoot hoops here's, the, and stuff. here's my problem with promising you guys I'm going to be there on Thursday. We're live <laughs> at Buzzard Billy's, and as Chris knows, man, when we are live somewhere all day, like at Hackfest, yeah. it's me and Heather and AD, and the three of us are doing – a lot of different stuff. And so being able to sneak out of there and get over and mm. hang out and ab- absorb some stuff is hard. So that, well, well, speaking of that, we have to go be live now. What time is it? It's three sixteen. I got to give, away are we, I got to give a plug minutes? to our boy first. Ryan Grove. We missed Ryan in Kansas city. I he was him. down there though. Saw, well, he came up and talked to me at the Texas tech game. Well, there you go. So Talked he back. does exist. He was down in Kansas city, but give Ryan a call up in Ames. Um, Helping you buy or sell a home. It's the time of year. This is the time of year to be doing that. So Gilbert. Is it, it was like, is it everybody getting jacked up now? I think I read last year, I think April 1 through April 15th is like the the most popular when time to put, put homes on their market. Interest. Yeah, so, so we're right there. But basically in Iowa, it's when the crappy weather leaves, which I think we're finally past that. Knock on granite. This nice table we're at here. Uh, is this granite? Uh, it looks like quartz. Right, so Ryan Grove, he can tell you about quartz and granite, tell you the difference. Call him up if you need to buy or sell a home in Ames. This um, tabletop's worth half my home. <laughs> yeah. Also, what's worth more, quartz or granite? I'm going to do a forecast challenge, by the way. Seriously. I'll, I'll, I'll vent, what's more money? Yeah, yeah which, which is more? Um, they're roughly equivalent. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're both what is the advantage nice. of quartz? Uh, something to do with like more durable. I think quartz you can put hot pans on and granite. No, you're not supposed to. I think you can do that with granite, can't you? Yeah, they say you're not supposed to, oh. but who knows? Well, I've been doing that for years. Yeah, I'm gonna give away. <laughs> by the way, I'm gonna give away up to oh up to a hundred dollars. Okay, in ten dollar increments. All right. Here's what you got to do to win this, right? I'll Venmo you the money. This is for forecast listeners only. Oh, you're going to Venmo somebody money? I'll Venmo them $10. So we can have 10 winners, okay? The first 10 people to do this. If we get 10, we might get zero. We might get one, okay? If you find Ross Peterson on Thursday, wherever he is, he might be at Buzzard Billy's. He might be in the building. We don't know yet. And you get a selfie with Ross and put it on our Twitter feed, tag forecast. I will give the first 10 people that do that $10. What about me in Tulsa? This is about Ross, man. He's our guest, right? Sam, and, you're, I think and you're working. I he think a cl- lot of people clearly, will be in. He, he clearly is going to go in the building people like a shiftless loser. Very disappointed when they run into me. <laughs> so, so, tra- so on Thursday, track down Ross. Yeah. Get a selfie with Ross. Post it to Twitter tagging Fawcast. The first 10 people that do that. They have to do selfie or can they just get a picture? Like if I'm at the arena no, and they, they need, see me. They need, it needs to be them and you in the, in the picture together. Okay. All right. together. Real quick, got to give a shout out to this guy from the hotel lobby. Um, met this guy on Saturday night and he wanted to do this video. I was supposed to show it to you yesterday and I didn't. Listen to this fanatic show every day. I love Chris Williams, but Ross Peterson, I hate that guy. <laughs> Ross Peterson. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know he swore in it. I'll have to block that out. <laughs> What he, a fan. What a fan. He was just kidding. He liked I it. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. I was supposed to send it to you, and I didn't have, like, enough <laughs> signal, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just show it to him. And I Well, forget. since you already dropped that, then I can tell you this. So yesterday <laughs> I told you about the lady who got your wallet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a – do you know this story? So no. Chris's wallet got stolen out of his truck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then it got that. scattered about in Pleasant Hill, and some of the stuff ended up in a, a lady's yard. Okay. That works with my wife. Oh, wow. Her name is Lacey Swanson. Small world. 
And so she listens to the show every day. She's not a fan. No, loves loves us. Oh. Loves yeah, loves us. Um, yesterday we mentioned her on the air. I yeah, said, "Hey, yeah. by the way, yeah, Detective Lacey on the case here. She's mm-hmm. putting everything together and she's going to figure it out." So I'm at home last night, and Aaron's like, "Hey, Lacey didn't hear your shout out, but her husband called her, and he said." I just about shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, Ross said your name on the radio. I said, Detective Lacey, going to try to solve the case. So anyway. So your wallet just randomly ended up in Sponge Yard? Mailbox, actually. And then there were like credit cards of mine were just spread out all over Pleasant Hill. Just randomly? Yeah, I think that I, the way I understand it is like some of your stuff was in their yard. I don't think they it were It reminds the me a little bit. My wife, had a, my wife had a purse. Perhaps the deputy told me wrong. My, wi- my wife had a purse stolen a few years ago. And... Uh, somebody uh, took the stuff in it that they couldn't use. They took the money, you know, stole it, took the purse, but all the stuff that was in it, like cards and IDs and stuff, I think they put it in a baggie and, like, dropped it in a mailbox with a note that said, sorry, I stole your stuff. I needed the money, but I wanted you to have this stuff back. So it's like, that's Well, that was nice. Uh, Was it? (laughs) It's kind of like, oh, an honest thief. That's nice. Man, that's tough. I wish they would have done that for me before I went and redid it. Well, Ross, I hope you have a very busy day on Thursday with people coming up for selfies. I hope I do too, man. I'm going to have fun with this. I hope people people come up and go, have have there been 10 yet? So they know if they're going to get any money? You know what? That's a good point too. I should keep track of... I should keep track of who takes selfies, and then maybe after about 12, because my thought would be there might be one or two people that take a selfie and then think, I'll post this later. Yeah, yeah. And it's the first 10 people that post selfies. They, yeah, the first 10 that come right. in. Hopefully we get 10. Here's what I'm, here's, let's do this, Fockcast listeners, because Thursday, You're I'm going to- Fockers, all right. Fockers. Fockers, yep. I'm going to be with Heather Burnside yeah. down there, and- I would, if there were like hundreds of people that just came up and were like, Ross, can I get a selfie? Ross, can I get Ross, Ross, can I get a selfie? She's not going to know what the hell's going on. Right. They'll all be like, what in the, and then it'd be like, these Cyclone fans love Ross, man. Love you. I thought you were the Hawkeye guy. You are the most loved Hawkeye in Cyclone Nation though. Because you're not, ter- uh, you're not I, terrible. I hear about that. It. I, you're not terrible. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. It's yeah. because you just keep it real. That's why. Yeah, you're willing to say they're going to lose, which is nice. So I wish I could. I think they're going to lose on Thursday or on Friday, but I just can't bring myself to say it. Like, I, I want them to win so bad. All right, Fockers, don't let us down. Go meet Ross somewhere on Thursday. Wherever right. Ross is, track him down. Mm-hmm. All right. Get a selfie. Get some money. Thanks have for having me, guys. Yep, see you guys. Bye.